Welcome to the Village ZM. We are a youth-led podcast that focuses on the people of Zambia and how to navigate the problems we face as a country in order to create development. Follow us on the Village ZM on Facebook and at the Village ZM on Twitter and Instagram. Our podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other platforms where podcasts are listened to. Hey guys, um, welcome to this week's episode of The Village ZM. Um, my name is Malimba and I am so happy to be here on this episode. Um, this episode is going to introduce you to two bloggers in our country, from our country rather. Um, yeah, and it'll be interesting to like just hear what they write about and Hopefully, by the end of this episode, you would check out some of their pieces, if not all of them. But yeah, so um, yeah, so we have Wengo here. How are you doing, Wengo? I'm good, man. How are you? Thank you for having me. You're, you're always welcome, man. And um, yeah, I'm happy to have you here, too. Um, Chanai, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having us on your show. Oh, okay. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, yeah, so, um, I think I'll start with you, Shanae. Um, okay, I think the best place to start from is just you introducing yourself. You know, tell us who Shanae is. Okay, um, so I currently live in Germany. I never, I lived in Zambia till I was about 10 and been living around everywhere, basically. So I'm in university in Germany at the moment. And... My journey as a blogger basically began in high school, like literature and everything. I never really liked English class that much, but at some point I started taking creative writing more seriously. And even for my A-level exam, I just wrote about food and whatever, and I got an A-star basically. And mainly at the moment, I write about traveling and other entertainment-based stuff, nothing too serious. Okay. Um, what about you, Wengo? Um, tell us who Wengo is and what Wengo does. Because I know Wengo does a lot of things. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I guess it's kind of similar to Shania's. I don't, I don't know how, what actually got me into it. But um, I started blogging, like, actually in high school. But, like, I don't remember where I saw it. And I just started, like, you know, I was, like, I found a blog website, WordPress. And I just started, like, writing about very, very stupid things. Like, I hate my math teacher. Um, girls are annoying. That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really just, like, maybe three or four of my friends who used to read it at the time. Then... In about like when I grew a bit older, I saw people like getting paid by like newspapers and like these massive publications for just like sharing their opinion. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, I had a blog back in the day, but like I used it for dumb stuff. So I went on, logged in again, deleted all the childish stuff, and 
basically just like you know i was like started just sharing my thoughts on like online and since then it's now become like you know a stream of income for me so yeah i've been doing it since doing it professionally let me say since 2016 oh wow so so when did you realize that it was you know taking you somewhere um to be fair when someone asked when someone asked me to write about something and they're like I can pay you for it the first time I got paid for it that's I think the first when I clocked that oh okay like this is on like it's no longer just me sharing my opinion like I've I've got something going here oh okay that's pretty cool And, and interestingly enough, I didn't actually write the piece that they paid me for because I wasn't in Zambia at the time. So I got one of my writer friends to go to the event, mm-hmm. write about it, and then I basically just cleaned it up and posted it on my... But they wanted it on my blog, so I was like, okay, that's cool. That's when I was like, okay, I've got something going here. So they felt like you had like a platform and stuff? Yeah, I think that's when I really clocked it. Because uh, up to that up to that point, I was just like, ah, this is you know a hobby. I'm having a good time. I get that. I get that. Um, and Shana, is it like a hobby for you? Yeah, for me, it's mainly like the only side I've done it professionally is internships. Like that's the only aspect I've got paid. I haven't really done it on a freelance basis. But most of the times I just write for fun. Um, I'm not sure if you know about Medium, Wengu. It's like, yeah, yeah, I've used WordPress before, but I don't really like the layout and format that much. Like, I don't find it as user friendly. And also Squarespace is really good, even though you have to pay monthly basis to keep your website running. But Medium is also really good, except the only downside is you only get paid if members of the Medium platform read your blogs rather than outside readers. I see. I actually contemplated Medium as a platform. A friend of mine, like, really excels at it, but he writes about, like, um, he's a lawyer, so he writes about, like, the legal profession and stuff like that. And he was telling me to check it out. I, I don't know why I never fully, fully went into it. Nah, you definitely should. Like, the pay is kind of decent, to be fair, if you hack the algorithm. Okay, actually, that, that brings me to, like, a, a, a great um, question to ask. So who pays you guys? Like, who pays who? Like, I don't get it. Should I go first? Should I? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so for me, right, it's it's mostly, okay, like where I am now, it's, it's actually like maybe small to medium-sized businesses. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's not necessarily on my blog now. So like someone may say, I've, I've, I've got a placement in a magazine or I've, got a, I've paid for a placement in like a, in a newspaper or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And they'll be like, um, write about x y and z focus on this kind of focus on this kind of thing and then that's what they would pay me to do if you know what i mean 
-hmm. Or I tell them I can get your business in this magazine, in this publication. And then, you know, they pay me for that, that kind of thing. So it's not necessarily on my site. My site is a bit, it's still like quite personal, if you know what I mean. Like, it's just what I want to talk about there. Unless, of course, their business or the person is that compelling to me. If you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah. So for me, that's how it works. Mm. Uh, yeah, and for me, it's obviously been internship-based. So most of them, I've like, it's salary-based. So I get paid either way if I don't write or not. But usually I would write in a week maybe three or four blogs and two get published because I most of the times... Um, give them ideas like that it's getting with working with companies that are not too serious like very serious topics like travel related i get to um pitch ideas like topic wise like if i see something on twitter i'll be like oh this is trending could i write about like i just pitch a bunch of ideas and i can write about them and then they edit and see whether they like it or not so usually to get published a week out of the four I write. And I recently got a new internship for another travel company, but it's more serious for like tech nerds and whatever. So that would be interesting. And that's also another interesting, it's another interesting thing about writing. It's like you gain so much knowledge, especially if you're given a topic, like you're doing like the research, everything that goes around it, like, you won't have any knowledge on probably law or whatever, but then if you're writing a topic about that, like a little insider piece, like you get to learn a lot on certain topics. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I, I I hear you on that, but um, you mentioned something about writing two, writing three pieces a week. Um, how do you manage to consistently produce creative content? Because like, you know, obviously like, um, I mean, from the writing experience I have, um, it's, 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 it's a lot having to like consistently produce stuff. Like, are you always feeling the material you're writing? No, to be fair. Like, that's the thing. It's like brainstorming is a job on its own and writing. But how I've come to manage it is like I have templates, like templates of how I go about each. So I have a format with how I write each piece. It's kind of the same. So I always put the title, like the subheading, everything, and then just break it down into a couple of pieces and go about it that way. Like, if I have the topic, it makes it easier, but that format makes it manageable to get pieces through, like, that, like each day, day by day. That's actually dope. Because I was going to ask you, actually, how you've managed to write four pieces a week. That's insane to me. How many do you write, Wingo? Mm, bro. <laughs> Recently, I've been so busy. Like, you know, like, to get, I could probably do one a week right now. With my current schedule, I could do one a week. But even then, I think Shania's, um, like, method for having a template is probably the best way to go. 
because um like she said like the way she's into like tech and like going to go into tech and stuff now the the process of finding out different things and maybe i overthink it maybe i overdo it i really really try to differentiate like as much as possible like when especially when i'm talking about different things i don't know like so shania has actually maybe opened my eyes to perhaps a new approach because my thing is actually really trying to differentiate i don't know maybe that's just me yeah i think also because like if you're doing an internship like you kind of it's mandatory you have to keep up to the expectations like i they they didn't ask me how many can you do they just tell me like okay this is what we want every week and the one i uh, the one i just got the job i got recently they want two pieces a day but i only work three days a week so getting two pieces in a day will be interesting on its own mm-hmm. yeah um so so i mean you guys have different uh you have different things that you write about and i guess different aims of like different targets for your for your blogs um so how do you like what are the best ways of actually no let me let me put it like this what are the challenges that you guys face when it comes to growing your your fan base or if i can call it that the number of readers you have on your blogs um so i can go first so i think malimba knows i recently made my own website like i've shifted my content from medium to my own personal website because medium kind of limits people outside readers because you're forced to have a membership to read all the blogs someone has uh shifting i shifted my content to my own website and at the same time like i've made my own niche which is mostly like travel related blogs like my own personal experiences like coming from a woman of color because not many women of color are open-minded to travel on their own like certain cultures like people are very close-minded so i started that to try and help people learn and whatever and it's been helpful like i get feedback from some of my friends or just random people on my Instagram saying, oh my God, I'd love to try this. So I'm also thinking of starting like another side consult, travel consulting, because I can't be giving all this advice for free at the end of the day, because if everyone wants to know how they can do it, like certain aspects of being safe when they travel or it's like how they meet people traveling. I hear you. I hear you. What about you, Wengo? What challenges do you face and how do you think they can be overcome? Um, so personally, I, I don't know. Like, let me, people normally say like reading culture is like gone or dead, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Like people would rather watch a video than read something. Um, so I, I don't consider it a challenge. But I would say maybe the challenge would come from me personally. It would probably be like my consistency, so to speak, because I think like that's the way to go because I'm subscribed to like a number of bloggers and a number of like different newsletters, which has really become like a hot thing now. 
And these guys send you like emails every Wednesday, every Thursday, whatever, depending on who it is. And I think the way I've personally, quote unquote, overcome the challenge of, let's say, like you said, growing my base or my following, whatever, has been sometimes it doesn't have to be a full blog post. It could just be like two or three tweets that explain what it is I'm trying to say. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. it could just be maybe a longer caption on my blog's Instagram page or something on Facebook. It doesn't necessarily have to be a full-on, I draft, I edit, I publish. And I think that's what's helped me maybe, let's say, grow the base or grow the following so that when it's time to go full-on into something, then it's, you know, people are like, okay, I get where he's coming from because maybe two weeks ago he spoke about this. It's like in like a short period of time or like in a in a short succinct way so i guess maybe it's just consistency but that's my personal like problem i don't think there's any challenge per se in um growing the the culture of the base i think that's one hack maybe do um do you also take into consideration like how highly your blogs get ranked like on google things like that like are you into numbers, like seeing how many reads you get I, per blog, things like that? I used to be. I really, really used to be. Like I was obsessed with that stuff at the beginning. Um, and right now I really only do that like when I'm pitching to someone. If I'm being very like honest, it's only when I'm pitching to someone to be like, hey, I can write about you. This, this is what my site looks like. This is the weekly traffic. This is the monthly traffic, that kind of thing. Um, otherwise, like apart from pitching to people, I still really think it's like my own personal, like, so I don't take it that deep anymore, at least. Do you? Uh, no, I'm still obsessed with the numbers, to be fair, like, especially now that I know how to use Google Analytics. I'm so every time I publish a blog, like at the end, like if it's beginning of the week, end of the week, I'm obsessed to see how many numbers, like location wise as well. That gets me obsessed, like trying to see which new location I have a reader from, like if it's a different country. Like at the moment, I noticed I got some people in Asia reading my blog so i was like quite curious because you can with google analytics you can also see what language people are reading your blogs in which is pretty cool but mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that also um makes it inconsistent for me because of the numbers and everything like i try to feed the algorithm so sometimes maybe i go maybe a month without writing but i'm trying to be consistent again it's the struggle with university and working if you're trying to do it like on the side as a hobby or something personal for yourself mm, yeah i get that like <clears throat> i don't know i i think i i i'm obsessed with numbers um like when it comes to like our podcast and stuff um but it's because i'm competitive like i just like competition i like being the best and I think that's what's, you know, but it's not a good, it's, it's not a good thing to always want to be the best at the end of the day, like, on a beyond, you know, like if you're, your reason for looking at numbers is like to get inside like Shania, then that's good. 
But I yeah. think for me personally, I just know myself and how I like being competitive, you know? So, yeah. So um, I don't know how the best way is to do this, but I'm just thinking like if someone is listening to this and wants to start a blog, um, how do they do it? Like what's the how to? Um, yeah. Um, okay. So the way I did it really and truly was the, the best advice I can give is to just start because um like you know you you don't i i don't like being maybe too much of a perfectionist like i i, I might be contradicting myself because earlier i said like you know i don't really like um pay attention or whatever but like i think the 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 best way to do it is really to just get started whatever medium it is you find whether it's medium or blogspot or squarespace like she's mentioned or WordPress, however it is, like, you know, just look into how you can get started. And everyone, I feel like you feel like maybe tickles your fancy. That's the way to go. And um, the cliche advice is find your niche. Who is it that you're speaking to? Shania said, like, you know, she's speaking as a woman of color who travels or women of color who travel. Like, that's who I'm assuming her primary audience is. Like, you know, um, find out who you're talking to, find out where they are. Like I said, you may not need to, sometimes it may not need to be a blog. It could be a newsletter. It could be, you could just have a Twitter account that talks about whatever it is you're talking about. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a full-on website. It could just be an Instagram account that takes really dope pictures. It could be, I don't know if you guys know that page, like Humans of New York, where they basically just meet random people in the street and they tell their story. And sometimes it's just like that simple. Instagram could be a blog for some people. It doesn't have to be um, a full-on website. So you, I guess you find whatever it is that fits for you and where the people you're looking for are. And, you know, you go with it and whatever makes you feel comfortable. You basically sync those three aspects and you, sh you should be good to go. I don't want to give, like, practical, practical, hardcore advice. Yeah, I hear you. Um, advice I'd give for people that want to break out into blogging and things like that. Like, as you said, like the most cliche advice people give you is like finding a niche. But obviously, if you have many likes and interests, you can try and work around each and every one of them and like slowly build up, especially like another thing. I know that stops people from writing or just blogging in general is people thinking they're not good enough, like their writing skills. But it's like anything else, like the more you practice, the better you get. It's like with punctuation, some people come to me, they're like, oh, how's my grammar, things like that. It's like the more you practice, the better you get. And also if you read a lot of newsletters or other bloggers, what they write, like seeing their style of writing also um, like how they punctuate certain things or how they express their words depending on the topic it also like comes to you like you start to learn and find your own style it's like what Wengu said you don't have to write all the time some people have blogs where they just have photos like if you're into photography you can tell your story or what you're trying to express through photos you go on the street meeting people if it's buildings or whatever you can express 
what you're trying to get across through photos. It doesn't always have to be words. And yeah, what that's basically the same thing Wengu said. Like you just have to be consistent. Try to be consistent. It's not the easiest thing to do being consistent, but just trying to. Like the more you practice, the better you get. Yeah, I I think that's really great advice. Um, so yeah, um, I think we are approaching the end of this conversation. But one last thing before we go, I want you guys to plug yourself, obviously, because you know, <laughs> yeah, like this is this is an audience, you know, in itself that you can you know get writers, I mean, readers from. So yeah, where can people find your blogs? Um, you can find my blogs on Medium. It's the same username as my Instagram, nandi.ii, or my website, Lost in Europe. Okay. And Wengo? Um, so my blog is still on WordPress. Um, it's wengoscan.wordpress.com. And yeah, that's where most of the chaos happens. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much. Um, I've learned a lot about blogging. I didn't even know much about it before uh, this conversation. I have read blogs, obviously. I've read both of your blogs. So that's how I know that both of you guys blog. But um, yeah, I'm happy to have you guys on here. And um, yeah, looking forward to the outcome of this conversation. And um, I think for me, one thing that I'm hoping is that the next time that we decide to have a conversation like this, the, blog, the blogging community, the writers community would have grown bigger and bigger. And hopefully we could have like a Zambian community of bloggers, like Zambian bloggers, just to like, you know, have people who, can support each other, like teach each other stuff and, you know, and yeah. make each other better, you know? Yeah. So well, it's actually important. Another key thing, like for people, people trying to grow their audiences, um, now that you've mentioned it, Malimba, it's, it's also like guest blogging, you know what I mean? So like um, a friend of mine from Ghana and I also did this and now I have a few readers from Ghana was he had a blog where he maybe talked about like entertainment, movies, that kind of thing. So then um, I forgot which movie we had watched at the same time. And he asked me to speak about it. And he basically did like what you're doing. He just shamelessly plugged me saying, hey, a friend of mine watched this and he wrote this piece. Check out his blog here. And it actually got me a few readers from like, you know, from where he's from. Where he's from. That's another thing. Like if you find bloggers or writers with similar interests, um, guest blogging is not a bad idea and having them as well maybe right for your blog also works yeah that's something I still haven't tried yet trying mm. to find someone that has the same niche as me it's a bit tricky yeah I actually once now that you brought it up I actually once wrote for a blog um, one of my friend's blogs um, from the US was very interesting because um, I was giving a, a different perspective from what they were used to and stuff on something similar to what they do and stuff. So that was 
pretty interesting. Um, I'm not a blogger myself, but I, I just wrote the stuff down and I was like, here, introduce me to your people and yeah, you can have this. And she really liked it. So I'm like, oh, wow, like I really appreciate that. So, um, yeah, that's, um, so, so, so yeah, um, thank you guys so much. Um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out on a Sunday morning like this to record with us. So, yeah, and to our listeners, thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to us. We are the Village Zidem Podcast, and we hope to see you soon. Please keep up to date with our latest content by following us on the Village Zidem on Facebook and at the Village Zidem on Twitter and Instagram.